One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walk Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Scotty T on the MIC. How are you doing? I'm just <laughs> I'm doing too bad at all. Dead space, though, is the thing we need to talk about because big old EA back on the road again might be something that you're interested in. Um, yes. It seems that there's some rumours flying in regards to E3. Um, obviously, you know, it's coming this weekend. All sorts of stuff, all sorts of rumours, leaks, whatever, are doing the rounds. And there was a conversation between Xbox era's Nick Baker and Windows Central's Jez Corden on Twitter getting very, um, very obvious about what they were hinting at. Um, <clears throat> so they started with Xbox era's Nick Baker saying the more been thinking about it the more i think dead space has a chance of coming back in some way whether via remasters or a sequel or hopefully both and then windows central's jez corden came in and said that would be pretty cool wouldn't it you know if it was actually happening maybe that would be pretty cool um so this does line up with an old ea conference call from the end of 2019 where they were planning out uh, what they were going to be doing across 2020 and 2021 and they said that they do have more exciting remasters of fan favorites um to come in the future now obviously 2020 itself got right in the way of that but we still Still did get Command and Conquer remastered in June of 2020, and then we got the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Now, yeah. so it seems like the most obvious thing to do would do de- would be would would do would the do, Dead Space. Um, do space, please, EA. Do the Dead Space, but do it well. <laughs> Don't do like Dead Space, Dead Space Three style. Give us the entire trilogy remastered like you have with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mm-hmm. If this happens, Scott Tailford, I would be overwhelmingly excited because the first two Dead Space, for my money, the second one in particular, I just like so of the best games of the last gen. Mm. I love them. And I think EA with this Mass Effect Legendary Edition have kind of, I think you mentioned it, you know, they've almost drawn the balance between what we Mm. expect from a remaster and what we expect from a remake. Like, it's Mm. somewhere in the middle. It's obviously not a total overhaul, but when I'm playing it on the PlayStation 5 at 60 frames per second or whatever, it feels, it doesn't feel next gen, but it feels um, impressive and I'm getting taken aback by some of the lighting, some of the reflections, it's just really well done and mm-hmm. my dream the thing I go to bed and I lay my head on my pillow and I think about every single night is having this same do-over done for the original Dead Space trilogy to me it seems like a no-brainer and it's clear yeah. that EA are now in the game of remasters after being away from it for so long and if they didn't do this it's like another open goal, but we are, of course, yeah. talking about a company that excels in missing open goals, so I wouldn't rule <laughs> out them not doing it, but this has given me some hope. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, I would kind of hope that. I mean, this makes the most sense. Like, like you said, the way that they approach the Mass Effect thing, I think they split the difference really nicely. Where you know, all the all any remaster needs to do, unless we're doing a full on ground up remake like Crash, like the way that Activision have approached it, um, is for the most part, it's just to make it look like it does in your mind because you don't remember the blemishes, you don't remember the weird polygonal voxel glitches or anything else. You just you up, you already upresed it in your mind. So it's yeah. just a case of matching that. And I think Mass Effect Legendary Edition totally does that. So I would assume, assume that that's the approach going forward. Um, what do you think of they'll? Do you think that they'll do something with Dead Space Three though? Because that game was so crippled by microtransactions and the, like, not necessarily a loot grind, but just lots of resource management and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and with Mass Effect Three, they took all the galactic readiness stuff out. They just completely gutted the multiplayer side of it. And I wonder if that would be their like approach now. Would just be like, here's the version that you should have had X yeah. many years ago. I think there'd be too much work involved to completely retrofit mm. that game because a lot of the problems are baked in, and I don't think he is going to go to all of the trouble to spend all of the money to completely redesign systems because you'd have to overhaul pretty much the entire weapon system because the entire thing with that title was that you can customize your own weapon mm. basically so you only really had to use that one throughout the whole game but then it also encouraged you to you know spend um, real money to get the materials to do so or to skip the grind or whatever I don't think they'll have the microtransactions still in I think they'll make that grind no. a little bit easier and I think they will address that problem but I don't think there'll be any substantial complete overhauls and you know in a way i don't think it necessarily has to you know because dead space 3 is by far the worst of the trilogy but i don't necessarily (laughs) think it's a bad game i do think you can have a lot of fun with it still i think as a kind of more action orientated um title there's still Mm -hmm. some fun to be had it's not the dead space 3 i personally wanted and i feel like every single time we get an insight into what it could have been and how ea didn't want that it just makes my heart shrink a little bit but at the same time (laughs) you can still appreciate what we got in the same way that we can still appreciate Mm. Mass Effect 3 for what it is ultimately and I think you know preserving that there's still value in that especially you know when you also get the first two games which are solid and amazing alongside it Mm-hmm. No, but I think enough time, like enough t- time heals all wounds. I think that like it's obviously is the core of the game playable enough? Is it enjoyable? Is there are there mechanics there that were like proficient in a different genre? It just didn't. It didn't feel right. Dead Space Three didn't feel right at the time. Yeah. It felt like it was part of this whole push to sort of just chase the zeitgeist of cover shooters and co-op shooters and stuff like that. But I think enough time, maybe enough time has passed. You get the whole trilogy and maybe the the ramp up in action, but from one to three makes more sense if they're all together as opposed to over a few years with all the conversations that we're doing the rounds in between those installments. Um, I would hope that that comes together. Um, it is worth throwing in um, a comment from Glenn Schofield, the dude that actually created Dead Space, because he's doing a new game called Callisto Protocol, which kind of looks like a prison breakout, the suffering style thing on like a distant moon. It was announced yeah. like, I think last year, um, but that's what he's doing. But he did tweet back in 2010 um, saying that he had a bit of a fallout with EA and his tweet said that they treated him like SHI. <laughs> <laughs> Even after creating Dead Space 4 um, for the company themselves, um, he then didn't carry on to do Dead Space 2, Dead Space 3, which you could argue maybe allowed the franchise to get more action-oriented. Um, I bring this up because I think it's worth mentioning the future of Dead Space. Like, yeah. There's no way that they greenlight remasters if they're not already thinking of Dead Space 4 or whatever the future of Dead Space is. Um, but with this dude long gone from EA, what do you think the, like, the next Dead Space even is at this point? Just a well, space shooter. This is the interesting thing and I think the Mm. big difference between whatever they do with Dead Space and what they're doing with Mass Effect because while you might argue that the Bioware of today is not like the Bioware of 2007 when Mass Effect 1 was coming (laughs) out they still exist 
unlike Visceral Games, which made um, Dead Space, <laughs> like that is still a pretty open wound as far as I think mm. a lot of fans are concerned, the way that Visceral Games were treated after they made Dead Space, because, you know, he's not wrong, you know, a lot of people love Dead Space, they were great games, but it almost felt like they were punished for making good games because they didn't mm. sell as well as EA wanted. So going forward, whether they do a remaster, whether they do a proper Dead Space 4, like you say, if this does well and they manage to understand that there's interest there, the big question is who's who's going to make it? What team do you bring in to create this game when you've canned the original developers? And how does that work from a kind of marketing standpoint? If you bring Dead Space back, if you bring it back for a remaster, if you bring it back for a sequel, there's always going to be the shadow hanging overhead in, in a way that you just wouldn't get if you were making mm. Knights of the Old, Old Republic or Mass Effect 4 or 5 or whatever. Like mm -hmm. That's going to be a big question mark. But for me, what I would want from a Dead Space 4 is essentially picking up where Dead Space 2 left off because for me, that's the perfect blend of horror and action. Like, they managed to yeah. get it right. To me, that's like the video game equivalent of aliens, you know, alien to aliens. They just managed to oh, nail totally. it. So I, I would want it single player. I'd want it to be this big budget spectacle, but retain the atmosphere, mm. retain the creativity and the horror that made the second one one of my favorite gaming experiences <laughs> it is it, that's the thing everyone always talks about especially dead space one and two is like it literally it's it is gaming's alien to aliens like yeah. dead space one is more slow corridor crawling horror dead space two is how many of these necromorphs can you handle at once kind of thing um, and it's it's a great like trajectory it's a good bundle like that's a good package deal yeah. to throw out as a 4k remaster type thing and get a whole bunch of new people into the franchise um i do i mean i don't trust ea right now i think that they they're sort of going back they're going back and forward on their whole you know like indulging in microtransactions they seem to they put it in their press releases now like hey by the way we're not doing microtransactions for this yeah. there'll not be a loot system and it's like we're supposed to sort of celebrate or you know congratulate them for not doing the bad thing <laughs> and I kind of wonder if they would just let because it would like you said it would be a different team at this point anyway um, you know a new team new, develop, new development team tackle a uh, well known IP and then not ram it full of microtransactions as well just to yeah. sort of tick that box I mean you know I, I, you hope that he has learned the lessons and they always seem like <laughs> they're starting to and then they revert back to their old self. Mm. I think the fact that they've green light green lighted stuff like Skate 4 shows mm. that they're more open to going back to these IPs and hopefully doing them justice and hopefully they just manage to understand that they don't need everything to be this big budget Battlefield-esque spectacle. You can have different budgets for different games. You can maybe have different <laughs> games releasing for different prices and still mm -hmm. have them be a success. For me, I would take a, an uncompromised version of Dead Space 4 that's made for less money rather than a blockbuster return to form that's kind of a continuation of Dead Space 3 and it involves yeah. a bunch of things to get the most mainstream audience possible because I don't think that's necessarily what people want to begin with like if you need to lower the budget lower the sales expectations you know mm -hmm. there's still money to be made for that this is a valuable IP like, I mean just look at something like Hitman or whatever you know that took a completely different model and is doing very well making some of the best games in that franchise at the moment you can do mm -hmm. that with Dead Space you can do that with horror you can do that with everything and I <laughs> could say this for any franchise but it's whether or not EA wants to do that which is I guess well, so it's fair just, enough 
it's like, hey guys, like remember how to make games. Like playing yeah. the the Mass Effect trilogy. Obviously, we're talking publishers and developers, but playing back through the Mass Effect trilogy, it's like it feels like a miracle that thing ever got made. Like today, it would feel like this. I don't know. It would never get greenlit because there'd be this insane budget to make sure all the the graphics of each level were insane. The first Mass Effect, the level of detail in that game's environments isn't that deep, but it feels yeah. like that would get in the way if they made it today. But at the same time, that whole franchise franchise shines because of the characters, the writing, everything else. There are different ways to make an impact. I would kind of hope that revisiting these IPs you know on the executive level has reminded them of why they took off in the first place and kind of encourages them to put money into doing it right next time if they're gonna revive these things going forward um, I guess we'll wait and see um, like I said the thing that they're hinting at is very much the, the remaster of the trilogy that maybe potentially a remake of the trilogy and where we go from there we'll just have to wait and see but uh, one thing I was going to quickly just throw in is that EA have been doing right by various small teams like their EA Originals program is actually doing really really well yeah. like you know they have Unravel's brilliant. They Joseph Farris in himself is brilliant, but it takes two and a way out are both like you know both awesome. And I absolutely love Knockout City. So it's yes. like they're they're getting there. Like they are kind of just allocating the funds in the right places at least for now. Maybe hopefully you know like I said they always show signs of this progress and then revert mm. back to you know wanting the next big thing. So hopefully this is something they stick with, and hopefully it's not just a fad. <laughs> if we all keep our fingers crossed, all of them, then maybe it'll all be all right. But maybe. let us know what you think down in the comments below. What do you think of a Dead Space trilogy? And what do you want from the Dead, tri- <coughs> Dead Space trilogy remaster? And what do you want from a new Dead Space? For now, though, Ivan Scott from WhatCulture.com. I think Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.